shift this baby into gear because you are riding into the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about soul mission, mindset, and money. Episode number 32, coming to ya. What's happening? I'm Jude Hotep, the Conscious Money Coach, your sacred Sherpa on this wild soul journey. And this episode is called Five Down and One Up. I ride dirt bikes and four-wheelers, and if you ride, you know that you want to know how many gears up, so you know when to shift. Some are one down and four up, some five up, some six. I had this really squat four-wheeler, and it was six up. It's not the most common. But I used to ride on family property in the woods, and we had giant mud holes, <laughs> giant, and with, like, whole tree roots going through them and things. And there was straightaways you could get up to, get a quad up to 55 miles per hour on through the woods. So much fun. <laughs> Something I really love. And one time a bunch of us were riding, and my cousin got his four-wheeler stuck in this giant mud hole (laughs) and there were roots in it and you know the wheels stuck in an odd way (laughs) and it's got to be like two and a half feet plus deep in parts of it if not more and like I said the tire was caught up in this odd way and so he asked me to to give a gas when they when they need to and you know a few people tried to lift it out or well he's standing right directly behind it (laughs) and they go to lift this four-wheeler up and it's not gonna work because the way the wheels caught in this route (laughs) but he says give it gas (laughs) so I did and (laughs) the most gigantic Water slide of pure chocolatey mud water rises up of this sinkhole and drenches over him, <laughs> over the front of him, head to toe, front to back. I mean, not an inch of him <laughs> was dry. <laughs> and the look on his face, I will never forget this <laughs> look on his face. And so, so funny. He says my name, you know, in such a way. It was so funny. And I said, you didn't ask me if I thought it was an effective maneuver. You said, give it gas. He sat in sopping muddy pants on his way home that day. So it's not one down and five up like on a quad. First gear always down and the rest up. But think five down and one up. What are your five biggest money creation obstacles and what is your one up? Your uniqueness about you, the thing that is only you, that makes you you, that can't be duplicated or replicated. How is this about you and innovation of being human at all? Really dig in and discover, take note of, identify clearly your five impediments because you want to write down how you will overcome them. When they arise in your day-to-day efforts in your business, how do you solution them? Yep, we use solution like a verb here at the Conscious Money Creation. I used to, I do not anymore, but I used to juice celery every morning. Oh my gosh. Um, I had a 
a couple obstacles that would impede me from this daily goal. So I identified what they were finally and, you know, kept coming across not really juicing every day like I wanted to. And it's like, okay, so what are the things that impede this? And I wrote them on a post-it, love post-its so much. The obstacles were two things, not having celery in the fridge. And so I wouldn't go buy it before the end of the day and, and get a glass in that day. And the other obstacle was not having my juicer cleaned. And so, you know, I just, sometimes I'd make it happen, but plenty of times, you know, it's seven minutes to clean, very easy, but if you don't clean it, then it's harder to clean and you got to do more and whatever. And, you know, so then you got to clean it, make juice and then clean it again. And so I identified these two obstacles, wrote them on a post-it, just for a few days to kind of implement this new plan of action and made sure on my made sure to implement the solutions to these obstacles right away to make sure I could keep my goal of drinking celery juice every day. <laughs> Funny how celery juice and money are the same color. So I began to buy lots of celery in advance for each day and always clean my juicer after each juicing so it was ready to go the next day. What are your celery solutions? Identify the ways to solve your impediments. Maybe you need to batch content in your business. What is the impediment to doing that and what is the solution? Take note of it. Implement any processes to make that work and no longer let there be impediments where there are such easy solutions what if you have time drama? This is one I have been dealing with, Light Tribe, I will tell you. I am going to be in real time about one of the obstacles I am overcoming. <laughs> For me, I have to do what I need to do to nourish myself. I worked in a very masculine, penetrating, driving way for years, 86-hour weeks, 14-hour days, and going, going, going at the cost of everything, really, at the cost of what the hell working was four to begin with. <laughs> my dad had a heart attack at 24 from working like that. And when I was really young, he took me into the bathroom and was like, if I'm ever laying on the ground and my tongue's lolling out, you go get this spray and you spray it under my tongue, okay? <laughs> I was like six or something. <laughs> my dad was just like real, real. Um, so I have to say that even men that don't do self-nourishment proportional to work, don't do so hot. We have to self-nourish goddesses. We have to do it a little more than proportional to our work. And that looks like whatever you want it to look like. You define that. You choose what those things are. But I encourage you to put them in place. But I'm a Taurus in about five planets, so I need trees like I need to breathe. And when I was a kid, I lived in a tree for a long time. I mean, I slept inside, but the rest of the time I was in this tree. I took my chocolate milk up there. I scared the bejesus out of my hamster because he came along. I was reading in the tree. Everything happened in the tree. Friends would visit. They came into the tree. <laughs> so I go for walks. And I, where I was walking regularly, it was just an easy place to go for a walk um, where there was like forest and lake and it was just beautiful but it's in the city I live and so it's just it was just easy without having to try to find other new natural places in the middle of a time period of my day where 
it would take more time than I wanted to uh, to give it, right? But still, to drive there and back and walk, it was taking like a couple hours, and it just wasn't the best thing for me, right? And so, and best thing for what I wanted to accomplish in my workday and so forth. So, one of my solutions was I found a forest near a lake that was infinitely closer to my house <laughs> to walk instead, and that's where. And it takes, you know, way less time to drive there. It's still a drive, but it's way less time. And so it just, the whole thing takes way less time and I get my walk in. I I need self-nourishment of walks, but I did not need it to take that long. And I found a forest closer. Now it takes less time. Total solution, right? So another time drama I was having was the time it takes to do things, to think, to process, to learn, to grow, to integrate new information for my clients. I was having so many thoughts and feelings about it. That's why we do mindset work, right? The solution I talked a lot about in my last episode is simply self-acceptance. Radical, radical wild self-acceptance and unconditional self-acceptance. So what is it for you? What are your five down, your five limitations to creating more value in your business and creating more revenue? Find out what they are and write down the solutions. Try the simplest things first and implement these changes immediately. Here are a couple tips. Don't wait. Do it immediately so that it will take effect for you. There's a tyranny to the first workable solution because the solution might be a plate of cupcakes It made you feel better, so it seemed to work, but not a real solution and created another problem. Gas. Lots of gas. (laughs) So implement your solutions immediately. Another, you know, your deliberate solutions. Another tip is to keep it really simple. Don't make the solutions complicated. I needed to have celery in the fridge, so I made sure to add a shit ton of it to my normal grocery shop during the week. If you are not being consistent in your social media posting, then how can you batch your content and be prepared in all ways and all the different parts of that post for your posting and put an alarm in your phone to post same time every day? And there's alarms where you can have them come up automatically every day so you don't have to turn them on and off each day. So yet another solution inside a solution, (laughs) whatever that looks like for you. Uh, The last tip is to experiment. If you don't know, then try things. Dosha at the wall to see what sticks. That is really all business is about. Just throwing shit at the wall. I mean, eventually you understand what sticks, but off and on you will just have to see what baloney falls off and what baloney stays up. Remember baloney? I wonder what that was really made of. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to (laughs) know. Maybe I don't want to know. It was spelled like Bologna too, right? Yeah, okay. So what about your one up? This is where it gets really fun. What is it that makes you uniquely you? Do you have a high aptitude somewhere or a unique passion or an innovative effort in your business? What makes you unique in your work you do in the world? Or it can be in your life, but pull it into your work. It can be your unique way of speaking and coming up with allegory for your clients that really helps them understand and makes your copy stand apart while also being one of your great loves in this life. 
of writing and speaking and wordsmithing. You know, it could be your aesthetic and you really have a passion for style and artistry with makeup and there that comes across in all you do and your branding and it makes you feel amazing. The goal is to identify something that makes you feel good when you do it and you feel off or not on completely in your most effective heart happy creative place when you don't do it that's how you kind of that that will really help you identify it it is the thing that is also what no one else can really duplicate so you might have to dig around and live with this question for a while if you don't spend a lot of time thinking about what you love and what is uniquely you So many people have so many passions and loves, but they narrow it down instead of including them all. I say don't get rid of anything that you love. This is the whole point of life. Look, picket fences are fine if you're into that, but the whole school, college, work, retire, die, and have picket fences and kids' birthday parties thing, that is not what life is about, y'all. And it's okay if you love that. But that's not all of life. And that's the whole point of being in business and shining your light and creating light and helping other people in the way of owning a business. And you can't do more for your kids than to teach them how to keep all of their loves and passions in this life and make a lot of money so you can do them all. You will be such an insane model for your kids making money from your own terms and keeping what you love in your life instead of narrowing them down. I love martial arts and hand balancing and surfing. I mentioned dirt bikes and I love skydiving and riding and nature. I include all of it into my life. I juggle, I draw, and I pet bunnies. Keep all the things you love. When you find your one up that is yours, that is for you to focus in on and use in every area of your life. Use it to make your business and branding stand apart. Use it to uplift your spirit and your heart. Use it as another excuse to love yourself harder and accept yourself deeper. Really wildcraft your revenue with this one up in mind always. It is your happy. It is your soul inspiration. It is the thing that fires you up when you're tired. It is the opposite of beige. Beige is about as sad as it can get. Hell is definitely not red, y'all. It is beige. Maybe you like beige, though. If that's your thing, amazing. Don't limit yourself. Get all the shades of beige and just, like, mix and match them all everywhere. What does a one-up look like? It looks like knowing what you love and doing all those things, being fiercely you and loving and accepting yourself down to the sinew, actually much deeper than that. My friend... She is a power lifter and a circus artist and loves motorcycles and loves family life and growth and vacuum cleaners. All of that is her one up. All of that is her one up. It comes across in her attitude and her style, what she spends her time and energy on and in her business it comes it comes across. It's her one up. It's really being her true self and spending all her time doing not some but all the things she loves. Your one-up is your official invitation to get to know yourself at the deepest, deeper level than you ever have in your life. To breathe into your body and heart every moment and inhabit your body. To say no to everything that makes you tired, worn down, and that you don't really want to do. And to say yes to all that you love, every single passion, own all of who you are, your gentle side, your goofy side, your nerdy side, your all the sides. What are all your sides? 
what did you stuff down because it wasn't safe to show that side of you? Can you love yourself and bring that side back out to the light and self-acceptance your way through the fear of being real in all of who you are? I was riding four-wheelers with my friend David, and it was dusk, and we were going fast. I was following him very close because I had no clue where we were going, and you couldn't see much because it was dusk. It was out in the country, and there was there's so many back roads and dirt roads and gravel roads and slabs and woods to traverse, so who knows where we were. And so I was following close, like I said, because of it getting dark and all of a sudden there's this car-sized ravine in front of me car-sized a giant car-sized hole (laughs) he made a swan-like circular maneuver around to the left of this thing and flows right around it and i am suddenly on the edge of it not kidding like a, a car like a like a station wagon could fit in this hole And it's 8 to 10 feet deep, and I'm on the width side of it, so about 6 feet across. So I gun it to get over it because there was no stopping at this point. It was go in or over. I I gave the throttle all the gas, and I flew over this giant hole and landed on two tires on the other side like a feather. The quad sets sets down the front tires, just real gentle-like, and goes forward just enough to throw me off on the ground and not in the ravine, thankfully. And it was a finesse of beauty. (laughs) He looks at me and he's like, what just happened? And I'm like, um, warning maybe? You know, anything? (laughs) Giant hole up ahead. I got back on. We took off. It was so much fun. This is part of my one up. I know what I love. I love trees and flowers and toads wearing little top hats. And I love going really fast in motorized things and sometimes parachutes. Nurture and milk that magic of your one-up. Find the solutions to your five down and ride the yellow Suzuki uniqueness of who you are into the dusky sunset of your beautiful wild money creation. I appreciate you all listening, sending you so much love talk to you next episode you have been listening to the conscious money creation podcast with jude hotep all about this wild soul journey mindset and money in my coaching program we take this work deeper make potent change so that you can create the life you love if you want to own your goddess jailbreak your soul and wildcraft more revenue head on over to lifecoachjude.com